You are listening to a message from Victory. We hope it inspires you to honor God and make disciples in your community. Today we'll talk about you shall not murder. Uh, this is going to be a very short message because the message is you shall not murder. Okay, thank you. <laughs> Paano mo pa explain to, no? It's so self-explanatory na isang linya lang siya sa Exodus 20 verse 13, you shall not murder. But what we've been doing the past weeks is we're trying to look at the very heart of God. Kung bakit niya to sinali sa Ten Commandments? Now, how among you are happy that this is part of the Ten Commandments? Okay? Nobody will disagree that you shall not murder. Even the government agrees with this commandment that bawal magpatay ng tao. Okay? On a murder, murderous intent. Okay? You shall not murder. It is punishable by law. But then, from the Old Testament, makita natin sa New Testament, Jesus once again revived this and took it to a whole new level of what it means that as Christians, you shall not Murder, And that is what we're going to talk about today. We're linking the Old Testament and the New Testament para makita natin yung puso ni Lord when He wrote this in the Old Testament, what this really means. Okay? In Matthew 5, verse 21 to 26, let me read it to you. It says, You have heard that it was said to those of old, You shall not murder, and whoever murders will be liable to what? To judgment. Pag nagpatay ka ng tao, there's a consequence. You'll be liable to the government. You'll be liable to God. You'll be liable to judgment. Right? Now, for some of us who think that, grabe, ang Old Testament God, medyo sadista, look at the New Testament. Jesus actually t- takes it to a whole new level because in verse 22, He said this, But I say to you, to you that everyone who is angry with his brother will be liable to judgment. Sino sa inyo nagalit na kayo sa isang tao, a brother or a sister, and it was out of a spirit of real anger, not righteous anger, asar, pikon, gusto mong patayin sa utak mo? Right? The Bible says you'll be liable for what? For judgment. The same judgment, the same phrase, you'll be liable to judgment, is the same phrase that was used when you hate or you're angry with someone. Okay? So Jesus was saying, this is of the same equal plate. It might have different consequences, but for me, it's all the same. You'll be liable uh, to judgment. Then, whoever insults his brother will be liable to the council. Meron na ba tayong ininsulto dito? Kinawag mo siyang slow, bobo. Yeah? All of us were guilty of this. One time in our life, we have insulted someone. but ganun itsura niyan? Kapal ng kilay, walang mata. Yeah. Parang jukebox, di ba? And, or al- alkansya. Okay, so. And we insult people. And God makes a big deal out of this. And in the New Testament, Jesus makes a big deal out of somebody insulting someone. Okay? His brothers will be liable to the council. Okay? And whoever says, you fool, will be liable to the what? Hell of fire. Jesus did not mince words. Samia, you call someone fool, you'll be in the hell of fire. You're going to hell. You deserve hell. You call someone fool, you deserve hell. Who among us here deserve hell? All of us. 
we've called somebody a fool already. Right? And he says, this is like murder. And this is murder for me. In the eyes of a holy God, this is murder. So, if you're offering your gift at the altar, and there remember that your brother has something against you, what do you do? You leave your gift there before the altar and go. First be reconciled to your brother, and then come and offer your gift. Come to terms quickly with your accuser while you are going with him to the court. Lest your accuser hand you over to the judge, and the judge to the guard, and you be put in prison. Jesus was saying, as Christians, wag nyo nang paabutin sa korte. Ayusin nyo na yan. Kaya nyong ayusin yan. Pag pumunta yan sa korte, may makukulong. Ayusin nyo na. Matatanda na kayo. Right? And then he says, truly I say to you, you will never get out until you have paid the last penny. When God gave the Ten Commandments in Exodus, a lot of us, we receive it as good works religion. Christiano, I need to do a lot of good works. Right? Now, who among you here know this is our sixth week? Every week pahirap ng pahirap yung commandments. Every week ang realize lang natin, the standards are so high. I cannot even follow the first two. And there's eight more. And now he tells us murder, and most of us are saying. Ah, perfect ako dyan. Wala pa akong pinapatay na tao. Sino dito nakapatay na kayo ng tao? Huwag nyo muna taas kamay nyo. Okay. Right? Okay. But then, most of us would say, that's not my problem. I do not murder people. Kaya nga feeling na, ay, short message to, you shall not murder. Ano kaya sasabihin niya? Wala namang murder, murder. Wala akong track record of criminality. But then Jesus said, no, it's when you have anger in your heart against a brother. You insult someone, that's murder. Okay? When you use your mouth to speak words of hate, it's murder. When you use your keyboard to write those words in social media, those, those are, for, in my eyes and in my standard, are murder. Akala natin, if I follow the Ten Commandments, magiging okay ako kay Lord. But this is the picture of good works religion. No matter how much we build, we can never measure up to the standards of God. And I'm very convicted with this message myself. I know this is about murder. I've never killed anyone in the literal sense, but I've killed a lot of people in light of the New Testament. Right? Some of you, you're here. I've killed you before. Okay? But batina tayo ngayon. Alright? And this is what the Ten Commandments is showing us. There's no way I could reach the very holiness and standard of God by doing everything in my power to obey the commandments of God. Now, as we look at Exodus 20.13 and Matthew 5.21-26, ito yung mga lessons na makikita natin. Number one is do not murder. Okay? Very simple. Do not murder. You know, in our culture today, sobra tayong desensitized with murder. Alam nyo ba, na average 18-year-old Filipino would have watched 80,000 murders by the age 18. Whether it's a video game, whether it's the news, whether it's watching Marvel or Avengers, we're desensitized to 80,000 murder scenes that comes into our very eyes and is lodged into our hearts and our brain. Kaya hindi tayo nagugulat kung may sinasaksak, di ba? Sa state, sa kikita, nagbabarilan sa, sa school, Diba? Sa mga 
sinehan, just, just how we are as a culture today, we're so desensitized to it. Kaya, minsan, pag mayroong malakas na dating na, eh, dapat pinapatay lahat, tayo lahat, ah! Kakalaban lang ng MMA nung dalawang walang magawang tao, di ba? Yeah. It's the spirit of murder and hate and, and unrighteous aggression that fuels this in us. Yeah, ayaw natin na, oh, dapat walang murder, murder. Pero, how many times do we move in the same kind of spirit? Why? Because we're desensitized. Madami sa atin, sobra na tayong exposed dito ni yung puso natin di affected pag may murder. Now, why did God make a big deal about murder? In Genesis 9 verse 6, He said, Whoever kills a man's or sheds a man's blood, okay, by man shall he blood be shed, his blood be shed. For in the image of God made he man. According to King James, we were created in the image and the likeness of God. And therefore, if someone murders a person, he attacks God. He murders God. Why? Because God is saying, that's my creation. He's made in the image and likeness of God. Ibig sabihin, meron kang uh, pinuna at naging negative ka sa isang tao at siniraan mo siya dahil sa itsura niya. Ano sinasaya ni Lord? You're actually attacking me. Sino sa inyo dito, artist kayo? Tapos may ginawa kayong art. Nung nilagay niyo sa Facebook, ang daming pumuna, lahat negative. Anong feeling? Nainsulto ka, di ba? Bakit? Pinaghirapan mo eh. Because it's, it was your work. It was your creation. And God is saying, and that's just work of art. What God is saying, these are the people that I've created. And if you attack these people, you actually attack who? Me. That's why for God, murder is a big deal. For God, suicide is a big deal. You don't take your own life. Why? It's my creation. It's my gift. You don't murder even yourself. You don't have any right to. Why? Because you're created in my image. You're created in my likeness, whether you're a Christian or you're not. To murder a person is not only to do violence against the person, but it is to do violence against God Himself. The God who made us. So, offense though, not just for the person, but it's an offense against God when I murder someone. Looking at it at the Exodus 20.13, pag may pinatay ako, it's violence against God. Alam nyo yung kay Cain and Abel, di ba? Nung pinatay, sabi ni God, ba't mo pinatayan? Nagsumbong sa akin, yung kapatid mo. Why? Because you're attacking my very creation. If you apply this kind of principle in the New Testament, every time I name call, I attack God. Every time I dishonor someone, I attack God Himself. Why? Because He's created in the image and likeness of God. Again, we look at it in the literal sense and say, wala naman, di naman ako murderer. Ni wala akong spirit na gano'n na mahilig magpatay or parang medyo inclined ako to violence. But I'm telling you as a nation, we're going to enter seasons where our faith as a nation will be tested. Now, millions of pesos or maybe even billions are being used to lobby abortion in our nation. 
Bakit? Sabi nila, Pilipinas na lang ang legal ang abortion. Imagine this, even though abortion is not yet legal in the Philippines, which, if you look at all angle, is murder on a baby who doesn't even have a voice to defend himself. 2012 stats, we see there's 610,000 abortions happening in the Philippines every year. Okay? And this is, for some of us, it's like, ah, okay, ganyan pala. For some of us, it's a number, it's half a million babies who has no lawyer to defend himself or herself from such a cruel act. Naalala nyo nung may namatay na gorila? Binaril? Kasi may hawak siyang ano? Ano nangyari? Grabe sa Facebook, no? May petition na dapat yung nanay yung binaril or ano... Kawawa yung gorilla, pinatay yung gorilla. Everybody made a big deal about the gorilla. Some of you even changed your profile picture to a gorilla. Okay. Which actually fits um, your worldview. Okay. Grabe, we make deal about a gorilla dying. Or a Philippine eagle. Grabe, ilan nalang Philippine Ang ingay natin sa social media. Yung aso mong namatay, talagang. Now, may aso din naman ako, no? pero love ko, aso ko. Pinamigay ko na, pero love ko. Diba? And we make such a big deal, but look at this, 2012 stats. Half a million babies die because of abortion in the name of choice. Choice to what? And of course, you can make issues. And then, baka ano naman kasi yan, unwanted talaga yan. I don't think half a million are unwanted. Maybe two, three, four, high nang five percent. You can make valid excuses. It's no excuse to take a life. 1,671 babies die every day in the Philippines last 20 and 12. Who's crying? We're silent. Why? Baka ma-offend yung iba if we make a stand that abortion is sinful. We cannot take a life. The image of God is attacked when we murder. Okay? So many great people today are alive because their parents, the mom, chose to raise up this kid. Right? Give you some few examples. Andrea Bocelli. Okay? The mom chose to raise this. When the doctor said, abort mo na yan kasi may disorder, di ba? the mom said, no, I'm not. I'm raising this kid. Sino may iPad, may iPhone, may Apple product? Steve Jobs. The mom was given a choice. And the mom raised Steve Jobs and saying, No, I'm raising up this kid. You've got Tim Tebow. Na nagtayo pa ng hospital sa Dabao ngayon para tumulong sa mga Pilipino. Sabi ng doctor sa nanay, abort mo na yan. Hindi mabubuhay yan. But the mom chose to. Why? They have no voice to defend themselves. And we see murder happen every day in the Philippines. Okay? And we have members here who were almost aborted but then was, was adopted by someone and is now one of our great leaders of our church. Imagine mo, no, pag yung buhay, in the name of what? For sure, it's not in the name of God. Do not murder. Exodus 20.13 Second is do not murder in your heart. Okay. 
Sabi ko nga, nung New Testament, tinaasan pa ang tasta nung Old Testament, tinaasan pa nung New Testament ni Jesus. Huwag ka mag-murder sa puso mo. Dito lahat tayo, we fall short of this. I think, all of us, we murdered somebody in our hearts. What does it mean to murder somebody in our hearts? Okay? But I say to you that everyone who is angry with his brother will be liable to judgment. Whoever insults his brother will be liable to the council. And whoever says, you fool, will be liable to the hell of fire. In the Amplified Version, mas inexplain to ng mas mabuti. Sabi doon, but I say to you that everyone who continues to be angry with his brother or harbors what? Malice. Chinismis mo lang. And you harbor malice. It's murder. You broke commandment number five and you broke commandment number six with just a mere gossip. Kita mo, kaibigan mo, may tinawag na babait. Sabi niya, sweet, alika na. Oh, grabe. After three months, alam mo pangalan ng babae, sweet. But you've harbored malice already and you've destroyed somebody else's reputation. It's like backstabbing someone because of gossip or malice. You put malice into things. And then he says, you shall be guilty before the court and whoever speaks with contempt and insultingly. Mahilig ka mag-insult. From old and the new, never nagbago standard ni Lord. Naalala nyo si Elisha? Si Elisha, nawawala na yung buhok eh. May mga bata, age around 20 plus to 30, sabi sa kanya, kalbo, kalbo, kalbo. Yeah. And then, anong sabi ni Elisha? Naasar si Elisha? Kinuman na mamatay yung mga, ano, tapos may bear na kumain sa kanila. Nasa Bible to ha. What that means is, cruel ba si Elisha? Well, medyo. Pero binigyan ni Lord ng karapatan. You're breaking the commands of the Lord. That's why I say, when, when God said, we all deserve hell, when you say somebody's a fool or raka, He's saying, this is big deal. That's why it's part of the Ten Commandments. Okay? You say to your brother raka, you empty-headed idiot, shall be guilty before the Supreme Court. And whoever says you fool shall be in the danger of the fiery hell. Anger and malice. Contempt. Insult. Name calling. Calling someone idiot. Bobo. You shall be held liable. Whoa, di farang grave, Lord, sorry. We are all murderers in this room. Totoo yung song na killing me softly with your words. Diba? Stick and stones may break my bones. Your words, they surely kill. It's so true. Lumaki kami sa palo. Pero yung palo, kahit nga may pasa, two weeks, wala na. Ngayon, di ko na maalala kung bakit nga kami pinalo. Pero pag may nagsabi sa amin, nung bata kami, wala kang kwenta. Tsks! Porenta ka na, wala ka pa rin kwenta. Ganong ka-powerful yung words. It stabs you. Okay? And excuses are not, are not valid reasons to do such things. Eh, pinainit yung ulo ko, kaya ako nasabi yun eh. Hindi, normal naman yun eh. Imagine in this country, what's the famous curse word? P. 
We're cursing our moms every day. It's a normal, everyday, cool language. Tapos sabihin natin, but di umangat. Eh, araw-araw nagka-curse tayo eh. And we're cursing the very woman who gave life to us. You harbor malice when you call your mom a prostitute. It's contempt in court of God. It's name-calling. It's murder. So you do not take it lightly. When you start, even in Facebook, yung mga political viewpoints nyo, minsan masyado, kayong ma- masyado tayong mainit. Ilan sa inyo, marami nasirang relationship because of that. Because they don't agree with your point of view. And you burn bridges. And you burn friendships. Best friends for life. Because of you defending a candidate who doesn't even know you. Nung message mo siya, hindi ka zone. They don't even care about you. And you've destroyed key relationships. Why? Because of words of hate, words of anger, words of trivial nonsense. Sino sobrang init dito nung election? O nung nanalo na si yung presidente natin, tapos na. O kamusta friendship? Tapos na. Diba sayang eh. And I'm not just talking about political viewpoints. Ha? Any other viewpoints you have about life. Whether it's raising kids or whether... You don't have to go to the route of destroying relationships because of that. What I'm saying is, in the fear of God, with fear and trembling, we have to come under the conviction of the Holy Spirit. How many people have I hurt and murdered with my words and with my actions? They're not dead physically, but our relationship is now dead because of those words. Are we picking up the spirit of hate that is in this world? Pag nag-disagree sa mundo, away agad. Sino pa mahiling mga away? Yung mga open-minded. Pero pag nag-disagree ka sa open-minded, magiging close-minded sila. And we burn relationships and bridges because of that. Ilang kapatid ang di na magkapatid ngayon dahil lang sa mana ng pera at nag-away dahil sa lupa. Paso lang naman. Ilang magulang di na kinakausap anak o ilang anak di na kinakausap magulang because of words. Remember this, our words can do two things. It can sharpen or it can kill. Especially words of a parent. It can sharpen or it can kill. Right? Ngayon, magulang na ako eh. I'm a bully. Okay. No. I'm a parent. Okay. Diba pag magulang ka na, naiintindihan mo eh. Sobrang weighty ng words mo pagkausap mo anak mo. Kasi for them, you are the most important person in the world. So my words can either bring life or it can kill my sons or my daughters. It can build me up or it can destroy and tear me down. Now, some of the parents here might be saying, paano na yan? I grew up na talagang nasty ako sa mga anak ko. Merong isang napaka-powerful word that can turn things around. It's called sorry. Anak, sorry ah, sa ginawa ko. 
I was wrong in saying those things. I put a lot of dysfunction because of my words. And I just want to say sorry. Sobrang lakas ng word na sorry. Huwag na tayo magtasa kamay ha. Sino sa inyo dito, hagulgul kayo pag nag-sorry, magulang niyo sa inyo. Siguro pag nag-sorry, darating na si Lord, nag-sorry na magulang ko. Parang ganun yung feeling. Pero sa inyo mga anak, mag-sorry din tayo sa mga magulang natin. Kasi whether we like it or not, magulang mo yan. Kahit na anong ginawa nila na hindi ka nag-agree or mali or sometimes even kasalanan, magulang mo yan. And six is tied up with five. Fifth commandment and sixth commandment if you look at it in the New Testament. Because we could have murdered in our tongue. But then God tells us, since you're, I'm your God, honor your father and mother. Grabe, no? Another way. Okay? And I'm preaching to myself. In my heart, have I whispered death threats to someone? Hindi mo sinasabi, pero dito. Whether as trivial as traffic, kinat ka, dahil Christian ka, anong sinasabi mo? Kunin ka na ni Lord. That's murder. You're saying, patayin na siya. And we make light of this, ha? kunin ka sana ni Lord. God bless you, go to heaven. Sobrang Christian eh. Go to heaven. Pinatay mo siya with those words. Pero, isipin mo mabuti, nung kinat kanya ilang seconds ng buhay mo ang nawala. Dapat five seconds lang eh. Kinat ka lang naman niya eh. After kanyang ikat, pwede ka nang mag-move on, di ba? Hindi, papatagalin mo. May papatayin ka pa because of five seconds. What do I whisper in my heart? Nakukulitang ka sa anak mo. Utogin na kita. Pero sa utak mo lang yun, no? Kasi lumaki ka na sa church, alam mo, mali yun. Pero sa, you whisper it in your heart. Na-imagine mo, ginaganon mo sila, binabadislam mo. I've been through this a lot of times. In my own house, how I whisper death threats. In my heart. Nag-away kayo ng misis mo. You did all the right things externally, but internally. What were the whispers of your heart? You have to go to the heart of murder. Because all of us, if it's all external, wala akong na-murder. But in your heart, we've murdered so many people. Proverbs 18.21 says, Death and life are in the power of the tongue, and those who love it will eat its fruit. Sobrang powerful ng tongue mo, it could either bring death or it could bring life. Alam yung mga Jewish people, mga Hudyo, every day they would bless their kids. Christian Jews or not, ah, they would bless their kids. And you wonder why with 8 million Jews, there's more people in Metro Manila, most of them are Nobel Peace Prize winners. Most of them are innovators. Most of them are millionaires. Why? Lumaki sila every day, blessed na magulang. Speaking blessing and life, and they start eating life. But you go down here, just travel five minutes there in one of the communities here in San Juan. What do you hear? 
on the streets of Metro Manila. Death. Go to Facebook and roll down for in the next five minutes. What do you see? Death. Curses. Murder. Death and life are in the power of the tongue. Do we recognize the same spiritual sickness that we have in our lives? When we whisper death threats, or we move in anger and bitterness and unforgiveness. Sobrang bilis niya pumasok sa puso. So what do we do? Third thing you'll see is God tells us in Matthew 5, let him change your what heart. It's a heart thing. Eh. You know, we said last week, honor is a heart issue. The same way. Murder also starts in the heart. So, if you're offering your gift at the altar, and there remember that your brother has something against you. Who has something against who? Your brother has something against you. Sino po may mali? Siya. He has something against you. Who's the victim? You. What is the verse saying? The verse is saying, if your brother has something against you, sa Tagalog may ginawa siya against you, ikaw ang kawawa, ikaw ang biktima, ikaw ang siniraan. If your brother or sister has something against you, it does not matter who's right or who's wrong. But rather, how can we reconcile? Liting ko ha? It doesn't matter who's right or wrong because in this verse, it was the brother who has something against who? Me. It's no longer, ako tama eh. Sino dito may asawa? You're married. Married people. It doesn't matter who's right or who's wrong. Your wife is always right. No, no, no. Okay. No, it doesn't really matter who's right or wrong. The goal is to reconcile. Wala namang katapos ang debate yan. Sinong tama o mali. Hanggang ngayon, di nga alam ko si Adam o si Eve talagang may kasalanan. Eh. But to reconcile, that's the goal. To bring life to the relationship and not death. Sabi niya, if your brother has something against you, look, leave your gift there before the altar. Wag ka muna mag-worship. Huwag magbigay kay Lord. Huwag pumuri kay Lord. Iwan mo yan. Go! First, be reconciled to your brother and then come and offer your gift. Who makes the move? The victim makes the move. The one who heard this message makes the move. The one who read Matthew 5 makes the move. You've heard it. You make the move. Grabe, no? Lord, how can I do this? He backstabbed me, dishonored me, disrespected me. And now, because I heard this message, I'm making the move. Yes, you are making the move. The antidote to the spirit of murder is what? Humility. And say, I'll make the move. How fast should you make the move? Verse 25. Come to terms what? Quickly. Pumunta sa third floor, bumili na quickly. Bigay mo, magsorry ka. Come to terms what? Quickly. Okay. 
fast now. Don't wait for a week, a month, a year. Do it what? Quickly. Mag-worship na ako. Minsan, nandito pa yung kaaway mo. E minsan, pag tayo yung nabiktima, di ba? Kapal, nag-worship pa dito. Tagbumura yan. Chinismis. Akapal, umiiyak pa! Ano sabi ni Lord? Sino lalapit? Ikaw. Kailan? Now. Bag ngayon, ha? Medyo halata pag tumayo ka. Tapos nagyakapang kayo in the middle. Tapos kami lang, oh, di ba? Wag, okay. Later, okay. But you come to terms quickly. Now I need to do it. Kids, you dishonored your parents. You got convicted last week. You didn't do anything about it. This is the word for you today. Come to terms quickly with your parents and say sorry. And don't expect them to say sorry if they haven't said sorry before and they've never heard this message. Parents the same way. Come to terms quickly. Mga magkakapatid na hindi nagpapansinan, come to terms quickly and say sorry. Mag-asawa na hindi magkatabi ngayon. Come to terms quickly. Why? Do not move in the spirit of murder. And he says what? With your accuser while you are going with him to the court, lest your accuser hand you over to the judge and the judge to the guard and you be put in prison. Nainit ka niyan eh. Papunta ka yung korte. Justice will be served. Justice will be served. Come to terms quickly. Because justice has been served before. Somebody was murdered for us. Imagine mo, no, Exodus 20, sabi ni God, Thou shall not murder. Pagdating mo sa New Testament, the greatest murder trial happened. Somebody was sinless, was accused unjustly, illegally detained, sold for 30 pieces of silver, and murdered for whom? And why? Because of the sins of the people. Somebody was murdered. Because of the murder that happened to Christ, we were set, what? Free. Was there justice? If you look at it, yes, there's justice because somebody paid, but is there really justice? Who should be hanging on the cross? Who should be paying for their sins up until now? Us. But somebody said, not my will, Lord, but your will be done. I will be murdered and people will be cheering. For whom? For the sins of my people. So when Jesus was saying, this is big deal, you do not name call, you do not murder with your words, he knew this because he knew he was going to be nailed on the cross. And that's why he was commanding the Christians, you cannot move in that kind of spirit. You have to come to terms quickly. Ephesians 4.32, be kind to one another, tender-hearted. Forgiving one another as God in Christ forgave you. Who are you to be kind with? To those who are kind to you? No. This is a command. 
You don't need to be commanded to be kind to someone who's kind to you. You be kind to someone who's cruel to you. To whom do you have to be tender-hearted? With your stubborn kids. <laughs> I need to have the tender heart of a father or mother. Who do I need to forgive? Those who have no sin against me or those who have sinned against me? Why? Just as Christ forgave you. How was forgiveness made possible? Through a murder. And every time we see the cross, we see a murder that happened thousands of years ago so that I might be saved. I want to end with a quote from C.S. Lewis. He said, To be a Christian means to forgive the inexcusable because God has forgiven the inexcusable in you. Without batting an eyelash, I could say, everybody here, we've committed murder. New Testament. View. Lahat tayo, may nasabi na tayo. Pag nabreak mo yung fifth commandment, nabreak mo na yung sixth. We've all have bitterness and anger in our hearts. To others, sometimes even to yourself. Today, God is saying, you know what? You can never, you, you will never have the power to forgive unless you first understand what happened when I was murdered on the cross and nailed on that cross. Until we get a revelation na antitinong ginawa ni Lord sa cross. Nagpakamatay para sa akin. Sino ba ako? Niloko ko siya. Minura ko siya. Nagrebelde ako sa kanya. I've sinned against God and He chose to die for me unjustly nailed on the cross for the church. And only if I get to reflect the cross can I learn how to release forgiveness and forgive the inexcusable that has been happened, that has been done to me. I tap into the reservoir of God's love forgiveness and grace so that I could give love, forgiveness, grace, and mercy to others. Today, God wants to set you free. No, akala natin, oh, thou shalt not murder, malinis ako dyan. Sabi ni Lord, no, I wrote this in perfect, the perfect law, I've written this out of perfect love. Why? Because the heart of the Father is, what? He doesn't want to see dysfunctions over your relationship. He doesn't want you to swallow in bitterness and swim in the depths of unforgiveness ng itim-itim at rati na ng buso mo. And it's so hard. That's why he wrote the law. He was saying, I'm doing this out of perfect love. I want relationship restores. I want you to feel safe in the relationships that I'm going to give you. But first, you must learn how to forgive. Can we all just bow down our heads and pray before God? Lord Jesus, thank you. Lord, 
this is such a simple yet powerful command thou shall not murder Lord I pray that you would do a work in our hearts this morning Lord we know that we're all guilty of this we've name called we've insulted we've acted in contempt we've acted in unrighteous anger towards somebody we've gossiped we've dishonored we've cursed all of us are guilty of this we're liable to judgment Lord, may karapatan ka, Lord, to judge us. But Lord, you died on the cross for us. You were murdered for us. So that when you look at us, Lord, you can forgive. And so I pray, God, even as you've forgiven us, we'd learn how to forgive others. Lord, that we would come to terms quickly over relationships that needs forgiveness, that needs the grace of God. I want you to take this time to pray to the Lord. Are there relationships that needs to be restored? Are there people that you literally need to say sorry to? I want you to ask God to give you the power and saying, Lord, I'm coming to terms quickly. It's going to happen, not tomorrow, it's going to happen today. Lord, take away the spirit of hate and murder and unforgiveness in my heart. Because it is offense against God. So Lord, even as we go out, Lord, out of this church, and as we face trials of many kind, options to forgive or not, options to move in honor, options to speak words of life or death, We pray, Lord, that we would choose life because somebody has already paid the way for us to live a life of victory. Lord, thank you very much for your love and your grace. Lord, may we come to terms quickly with the things that we need to do as we learn how to forgive and as how we learn to move in life and not death. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Thank you for listening to this message. For more messages like these from other Victory Centers, please visit victory.org.ph slash resources slash podcast.